Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of The New Scene. Ooh. This is Keith. And Tommy. You know, Tommy, we are the show that keeps giving. We are taking time out of our vacation to record a special 2021 year in review bonus episode to our devoted fan base. And we're going to each go over our top 10 records of the year. We're going to do a little retrospective on the show and some of our favorite conversations with guests, our personal year in review, the ups, the downs, and what we're looking forward to in 2021. How does that sound, Tommy? Sounds great. I'm excited to hear it because I actually, looking at the, our list on the same document, we have a lot of overlap, but I'm excited to hear why you chose certain records the same way I chose them. Like if your reasoning was the same as mine. Yeah, and I was excited to see stuff on your list that I haven't even heard of. Really? Yeah, I was just excited by the fact that Tommy is out there listening to music that I haven't even heard of. Who knows what he's up to when I'm not around? (laughs) 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 All right, so folks, this is it. It's time for our top 10 records of 2021. Now, as you know, Tommy and I are major public figures in music now, and uh, we have painstakingly gone through everything we've listened to this year and picked the finest records for you. And that's it. What we say goes. This is it. These are the best. Right, Tommy? (laughs) There's There's no arguing with either of these lists. Not at all. Not at all. This is what we would call definitive. Definitive. This is the best music. The best. Only the best for the best. All right, so we're going to kick it off with my top 10. Here we go. And we're starting off strong with Burial Waves, Holy Grounds. The debut EP. Very strong debut. Our friend Jimmy Rhodes on drums there. Listen to that. Listen to him pounding away, Tommy. You hear that? It's really good. It's really yeah. the, the, the drum work is just incredible. Like listen, listen to when this kicks in. It's gonna, it's gonna rearrange your whole life. Ready? Oh, oh, oh my God! And then the guitar that, part that comes up. Oh God! Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking in for it. Here we go. Ready? Right here. Ooh, I love that. I love it. It really is a great song. Yeah. It's a great album. Great song, great album. Very strong debut. All right, that's number 10. Moving on to number nine. Yes. <laughs> some Awake EP. One of my favorite modern bands. Tommy, did you know that the drums for this EP were recorded via iPhone. I did know that. All right. We're not going to say how we know that. (laughs) Wink, wink. But you're going to find out very soon. Hmm? Huh? Listen to this. Listen to that. It doesn't get any better than that. It really is. If you're into Deftones, White Pony era, this is, this, you should really listen to this entire record. Yeah. Deftones, Hum... All that good stuff. All that moody, nice, heavy music with a lot of melody. All right, I'm hanging in there for the chorus because it's a banger. All right, here we go. Here we go. Get ready. Oh. Listen to this, Tommy. It's just pounding away. How? so good it really is incredible there it is number nine psalm awake all right we're coming in very strong here at number eight tommy here we go ready you ready for this what is this tommy death heaven yes death heaven great mass of color a great mass of color and a great record huh hmm? huh <laughs> you know, I, I have to admit, I was kind of checked out on Death Heaven. I absolutely loved the debut LP. 
I absolutely love this second one that I can't remember the name of. And I heard the third one and I was just like, all right, I, you know, I get it. It's all good. But then this came out and they seized my attention once again. I love the record. I, I really, love it. Yeah. I mean, I was a huge fan when, what was it, Sunbather? Yes. When that came out, that kind of flipped my head on like what the where black metal was in terms of my my scope. I'm not going to talk. This I, hear, I just want to hear this part. This has been stuck in my head all night. Oh my god! I just got chills. I just got literal chills. That's what it's all about, Tommy. The chills. That's how I know a record is good. When the hair stands up on your arms. Yeah, it just happened. I love that. All right, folks. Here we go. Number seven. They were a guest on our show, and their EP seized me as soon as I heard it, and it was one of my favorite hardcore releases of the year. Ends of Sanity. Self-titled debut EP. Oh, yes, Tommy. Oh, yes. Listen to this. Here we go. I mean, come on. This kind of... This is like, uh, in my head, this is the out-of-step choice for you. Yeah. Like, this doesn't seem to fall in line with what I normally think that you really like, but... I know. That's why it's... uh, That's why I like it so much. I I don't listen to a ton of this kind of stuff. But listen to this chorus. It makes me want to fist fight somebody. That is really good. Oh, my God. Amazing. It's short. It's like four songs. It's relentless. It's heavy. It makes me want to fist fight people, Tommy. It's got it all. I love it. I like the fact that it's it's the it's one of the heaviest records of this year, and it's so short. Like yeah. that's that's amazing. Like just packing. What is it? Like fourteen minutes long or something like that? The whole record. Like yeah, if that. Listen to that. I could imagine us in a brutal fist fight during this part. I think about this. This is what people should listen to. If if you're starting the gym January 1st, if you're making making some New Year's resolution, get some good headphones um, and some some, uh, free weights. Don't do machines. Get some fucking free weights and uh, hit the gym. this record. Yeah. Listen to that. Oh, my God. You could do, like, the two-step. You could do the obnoxious, like, swinging into the crowd thing. You could oh. do it all just in this song. <laughs> all right, Ends of Sanity. Excellent debut. Next record. Now, Tommy, this band is taking the entire world by storm. There is no stopping them. We have not seen this kind of mainstream hardcore appeal since, I don't know, Refused? Yeah, maybe. They just played yeah. Jimmy Fallon, right? They played... Who's the other guy, the smarmy guy? Seth Myers. Seth Myers, yeah. Seth okay. Myers. Number six record on my list, Turnstile, Glow On. This is one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard. Listen to that. It's beautiful. I like the bass tone on this. Yeah. The rhythm, section, re- <laughs> the rhythm section is unbelievably good. Just because the, the baseline is actually recognizable, like whereas like it's not muddied in the mix, like a lot of things, like yeah, can really pick it out. Listen to that part. I like that. I like the vocals. They don't cheap out and just sing, you know. Amazing. Exciting band, Tommy. Exciting things going on. I love it. That's number six. Turnstile. Low on. All right, this next one, this has been a favorite band of mine since I first discovered them in 2014. They've been on our show. Kevin has been on our show twice. Amazing band. Amazing EP. Amazing return EP. Gates. Here and now. This EP came at the perfect time, Tommy. I love this song so much. I love the band so much. Because Tommy... I can make the walls crack, and I can make the ceiling cave in. But when I have to build it all again, 
I don't know where to begin. Huh? Huh? They are uh, ethereal. They are really a great band. I got the lyrics wrong. I'm never going to recover from that. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievably beautiful band. And this song came at the perfect time in my life. As it always does with this band. Yeah, they do seem to have like those... They seem to uh, mimic those watershed moments in our lives. Like they just... Gates put something out and we're like, okay, everything's okay then. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love that about them. All right. That's number five. Moving on to the top four. Here we go. All right. Number four. This is a heavy hitter, Tommy. A heavy hitter. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Here we go, folks. Huh? Huh? Hmm? Circus Survive, A Dream About Love. A landmark EP for them. We're experimenting with new sounds. What's better than this, Tommy? I can't think of anything. Listen to that. I love Listen that. Listen to that. I love that it doesn't sound like any other circuit record. Yeah. But it kind of does. Like, it, it it does and it doesn't. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's a hard one to explain. Like, it's, but, you know, we talked about the recording process, you know, with Nick and Steve and Anthony. Well, actually, we didn't talk about it with Anthony, but we talked about it with Nick and Steve, and we talked about how this recording process was wildly experimental and different from what they've done before and the result is just it's beautiful it really is beautiful music yeah this song is my favorite on the ep i absolutely love it congratulations boys on another superb release there you go number four circus survive a dream about love all right top three here we go ready tommy go number three what is it tommy mall walker that's right mall walker the self-titled debut EP. Listen to this. Doesn't get better than that, folks. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I think this was my most listened to song of the year, Tommy. Was it really? Yeah, according to Spotify. They always remind me a little bit of Hot Water Music. They have that same kind of shouty vocals with like the heavy bass lines. I always always think about that. I think I like it better because it's like more emo. Uh, yeah. It's like more emotional. Excellent, excellent stuff. Yeah, there and it go. still has that uh, that kind of cast of that uh, guitar styling. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. It really hits all the right notes for me. All right, here we go, folks. Strap in. This is the top two. Here we go. Ugh. As soon as I hear it, my heart just drops. (laughs) I still, like, there's not a band out there that, that, there's very few bands that I can hear a single note and know who it is. Yeah. And with these guys, that's it. I think this is our favorite band, I think, both of us, right, Tom? Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Hammock. Elsewhere LP. Number two. Best band. Sorry. They are the best band. They you gotta are, get them on the show. They are also the band that I listen to when I have, like, thinking work to do. Like, not, like, busy work, like, I have to type something. But, like, if I have to think about something deeply, this is what I put on. Yeah, and the great thing about them is they have music for everything. They have straight ambient albums. Yep. They have full band albums. They have full band songs. They they do it all. They have uh, instrumental songs. They have songs with vocals. They have songs with choruses. They have songs without choruses. It's they're very eclectic, Tommy. They're very eclectic. I I I can't agree with you more. Like they are really really great. There you go, number two, Hammock. Elsewhere. All right, here we are. This is it, number one, number one record of 2021. Are you ready for this, folks? Here it comes, number one record of 2021 is huh huh glassing twin dream that's it that's number one you just don't i nobody touches listen to that it's just it's everything i like about music (laughs) yeah it's just it's it's vicious it's beautiful it's quiet it's loud they do it all and they do it all extremely well. Let's just soak this in for a minute. Yeah. 
Oh, I just got chills right there, Tommy. Yeah. See? Because they go back and forth, man. Yeah, that's the signifier of a of a good song. And I have to say, uh, on the record... On the record, Tommy, there's this one-two punch of songs that I just absolutely love. It's uh, where everything is still into True North. Yeah. Where everything is still is like the quiet instrumental thing, and then True North is the soaring, like, emo, grind, uh, hardcore masterpiece. They are just... There's, there's very few bands out there that can touch this style and do it so well. Like, they just... Exactly. It's the only band I bought merch from this year. <laughs> well, that says something. There you go. All right, and that's it. That Those are my top 10 records of 2021. And strap in, folks, because we're not done. We're going to go through Tommy's top 10 right now. Tommy, take it away. So my first pick is Knocked Loose, A Tear in the Fabric of Life. Oh, let's just sit with that for a second, right? Listen to that time change. It's just, they're just everything I like about super heavy music like that. And I like that their vocals aren't that super low guttural type thing. Like that, like you get with that Cookie Monster type vocals. It's yep. mid-range screaming. Uh, I, the whole album has... There's so many songs on there that are just fucking crushing. Uh, they just do a, such a great job. There's not many people out there making music like that. Unbelievably good. I got a chill during the alarm clock part. That <laughs> <laughs> That's like that Mashuga track. Uh destroy a race improve that starts out with the yeah <laughs> that gets me every time <laughs> all right so my next choice is ludovico and audi and it's his 2021 single called adams so this is kind of an off one for me in that uh i try to find music all the time that makes me feel a certain way and i stumbled upon him because he does a lot of cinematic scoring and somebody used it in one of their youtube videos as a retrospective on a friend that had passed away and i was just really moved by the track and i kind of like associate with him the kind of emotionality and when i'm in a when I feel some type of way, sometimes I'll just put this on because it, it definitely calms me down and puts me in that kind of retrospective kind of feel where I can think about life rather than just experiencing it. So that's beautiful. Yeah. I like this a lot. And I imagine, you know, as a teacher, you have to do a lot of work, a lot of thinking. You could put this on and, and focus. Yeah. This is like my, if I can't, if, if I'm not listening to hammock when I'm doing thinking work, it's, the, it's this. Because uh, Spotify does a beautiful job of putting uh, his tracks together, um, and it's just it's it's a real roller coaster. Because some of them are extremely emotional, um, and some of them are like this, where they're they're much more subtle, um, but they build and they really do. Like they, it's 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 kind of crazy that he composed most of this on a single piano. So wow, it's it's really really neat. All right, all right. Next up is Wave Types. So this is their 2021 album called The Resolve. I really got into them because uh, there was a record they put out in 2020 called Anchorage um, that I really love. But their sound is just so great. Um, it's Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I haven't heard this before. Wow. this I've never heard this band. This is good. So it reminded me of there was a band that I really like. Anthony and I used to listen to all the time called The Fucking Champs. And it was just guitar rock. And it had like really cool hooks all the way through it, and it, it just it just something resonated with this band. And uh, I think Migs posted something about them about a year or two ago, and I just kind of latched onto it and stuck with them. Wow, yeah, I dig this. Makes you want to play guitar. It's just whenever you go to play, it doesn't sound like this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to dive into them a little more. Nice. All right, my next up, my number seven choice is Adele. 30 oh it's just that rolling piano beginning and i just i get really like this gives me chills when i listen to this like i got i got like choked up when i was pulling this clip for you tommy (laughs) it's i just her voice is so beautiful and i i watched a youtube clip of her performing this at an award ceremony like no auto-tune just you can hear that her voice is just 
it's almost perfect. It's almost like it's scary how good she is. But yeah, for some reason, this this track just hit me like in the last month or so. And uh, my daughter's learning it on piano. So yeah, this kind of held some special meaning because it kind of does connect me to my girls. So That's beautiful. Yeah. Golly. Listen to that. Good Lord. <laughs> That's pure talent. Pure talent. The vibrato, the pitch change, the it just she is just fucking she's just something else, man. I really don't even know how to like there's no words to describe how good it is. Like when you just watch her, I I'm just in stunned silence the whole time. Amazing. Amazing. Excellent. So my next choice is a slight change. <laughs> uh, this is uh Mouth Breather, I'm sorry, Mr. Salesman. Um this song is the uh, one they did a video for. It's called Cotton Shot. Uh, I love that the song is called Cotton Shot. Yeah. I, that little, <laughs> the, a lot of their imagery has to do with dope. <laughs> like, like lots of needles and stuff like that. So, um, but listen to that. Oh, my. Oh, my. Listen to that. And the video is great because it's a kid, it's a kid of the talent show doing much like a Napoleon Dynamite type performance. Uh, yeah. At least in the first part of the video, that's what's happening. So, yeah. Uh, just heavy, chaotic, uh, everything I like about it. Like, they were dead guy reminiscent, shouted vocals, just fucking. I just really like that. Listen to that. The video was scary because in the, in the beginning, he's doing the dance and it's all happy. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. But then it, he might have, like, a. a psychosis or something because he's he's like seeing weird shit yes he starts seeing th- very much like a jeremy kind of like pearl jam thing where like there's blood everywhere and people are dead and it's it's just it's a, it's a unique take on uh kind of a school talent show yeah <laughs> golly they are heavy that was good so here's my next choice this is actually surprising for me this is the only thing i chose that was death metal um, this is a band called Abiotic. Um, the album is called A Universal Plague. And uh, I found this band because I followed this guitarist, uh, Dean Lamb, on Instagram. And I was always fascinated with his playthroughs. And uh, this is his band. Uh, and the songs are really long for like a death metal <laughs> suit. Like a lot of the songs are like four and a half minutes plus. Um, and they can, they really push that envelope of like their second, you know sections of the songs where they're like 280 290 beats per minute like it's it's fast shit like it's really good um extraordinarily technical and i I just i love stuff like this in short verse yeah (laughs) yeah this is the world of music i've never really gotten into like the death core and the straight metal stuff yeah but uh i like that you're into it tommy because then all of our bases are covered on the show. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is. I cover all the weirdos. Like all the. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, my next choice is uh, one step closer. This place, yes. you know, uh, yes. Wilkes-Barre, Northeast PA, gentlemen. Uh, much like we talked earlier about uh, ends of sanity, like kind of makes you want to beat people up and like go in the pit. Uh, one step closer makes me want to jump on stage and stage dive and grab at the mic and sing along with my friends and just reminds me a lot of the hardcore I grew up with that I fell in love with as a child and haven't heard people make music like this in a long time. So it really yeah. captured that part of my youth and um, the fact that they put their own unique twist on it is just is great. And they are super nice guys. It's an exciting band. Yeah. They're one of the top bands in hardcore right now. This is a fantastic album, and they were really nice to talk to on the show as well, which is a bonus. Absolutely. Excellent choice. Excellent Thank you. Choice. I appreciate that. All right. Next up is Circus Survive, A Dream About <laughs> Love. I just, I I can't say enough about how much, like, I'm not, like, the most crazy, over-the-top Circus Survive fan. I love them. They're great friends and really, really nice humans. But something about this album just grabbed me. Like, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but it, I think a lot of it has to do with it doesn't sound exactly like every circuit record I've ever heard. Uh, Anthony's voice, as always, is top notch. It's just phenomenal. Uh, Steve's programming on the drums is just 
incredible. He's always had this ability to kind of like grab something slightly different than everybody else does. Um, there's always a you know kind of a regular way to do it, and Steve kind of always thinks out of the box. And I really love the the process that went into recording this. Is they all kind of took different shifts, doing different parts. So I love that it's been this collaborative thing that kind of reinvented what Circa is. Excellent EP. Excellent. They just and they're just such nice guys. Oh yeah, and we've spoken to all of them on the show, folks. Yeah. All of them. Every single one of them. So if you go back, go back and listen to all the, the circuit of interviews. We have every single person. There you all go. All right. Next up is Hammock. Elsewhere. This one came out of nowhere. There was just one day a new Hammock record. <laughs> I couldn't have been more elated when I saw that Keith, Keith texted me. He was like, there's a new Hammock record. I was like, oh, Okay. I almost, I, and I, I, I want to sit here and describe them, but I almost want to just listen because they, <laughs> they really do. They make the most relaxing, but simultaneously thought-provoking music. Like it brings me to somewhere else, and that's music is, especially with something like Hammock, it's it's transcendental. Like it brings you to another place, and there's very few bands out there that can do that, and Hammock is certainly one of them. Yeah, it, it literally takes me to another place, and I know you feel the same way. Oh, 100%. Like, if I saw Hammock live, it, it, I, I, in my head I'm thinking it's, it would have to be one of those experiences almost like taking drugs. Yeah. Because it, it literally would, it's like, it changes the way you think. It changes the way you hear. It changes the way you feel. Like, um, just an absolutely gorgeous band, and I, I just... <laughs> I, I, they've never put anything out that I don't like, and that's which not is, like a, uh, which is surprising because they put out a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like you said before, like they it, everything runs the gamut from like you know they have full band stuff, they have stuff with lyrics, they have things that are instrumental. It's just they they do everything really really well, and it, it's it's hard to find that nowadays. And I just they're just they're just an amazing band. All right, number one. My number one lined up exactly with Keith's blasting <laughs> twin dream. They're just no one does chaotic music like this better than glassing right now. There's just nobody yeah. out there that does it like this. Um, everything about the sound, everything about the production and their artwork, uh, their merch, like the, just the persona they have as a band. I just, I, I love everything about them. They're yeah, easily I'm, my favorite band. Right yeah, I and Tommy, I'm really glad that you know our top three releases all lined up. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's why this show works too. Yeah, we definitely have like those. We fall in line with a lot of things because we have a a basic idea of what we like about music, and I think especially so, glassing, hammock, and circa all kind of touch on all of those bases. Yes, exactly. That's a that's a great description, Tommy, and. You're right. I think that's why this show works because we do like different stuff, but our taste is similar enough that we're we're pretty aligned, you know. Oh, yeah. And it wouldn't work if you were like only listening to classical and I was only listening to hardcore. I don't know. We're we're pretty aligned as far as taste goes, and uh, we get excited about the same things. Oh yeah, for sure. There you go, Tommy's top ten. That's it. Thank you, Tommy, and thank you, everybody for entertaining us as we deliver to you the top records of 2021. Huh? Hmm? Huh? And we are obligated by law to only have 10 selections in our top 10, but there are two honorable mentions that we definitely want to mention. Number one, Respire, Black Line. Listen to that, Tommy. Listen to that. Again, it's one of those things where, like, they fuse orchestral things like Godspeed with black metal and just really emotionally heartfelt music. It's They're such a great band. Unbelievably good. They were on the show as well, folks. Make sure you check it out and make sure you check out the band. This is one of the best breakdowns all year. Listen to that. I'm just going to vibe with it for a minute. Ooh. And I love the fact that they don't do singing vocals 
<laughs> yeah. Like you would think like they have like, oh, we have a violin player and we have a viola player and the guy sings, screams his fucking heart out. <laughs> yeah. And plays Unbelievably guitar. good. Excellent stuff. Excellent, excellent stuff. And last but certainly not least, Legends. Legends. Zayo. The Crimson Corridor. This was, uh, I think this was their best LP since the old days. Like, comprehensively, I like a lot of the newer stuff, but this record was something else, Tommy. This, I, I, I really like the production on this record. It, yeah. it, it sounds super raw, um, and it really kind of captures what it's like to see Zayo live. Um, I also like the fact that they haven't kind of deviated from that super duper heavy, just four four breakdown timing. Like I love that. I, they just, it's like it's signature Zayo. Yeah, they're back and stronger than ever. Well, actually, I don't even know if they ever went away, but they have some of the older members in the band, and the music they're putting out is fantastic. I love it. I love it too. They're just they're and they're not they're super nice dudes. Yeah, Scott has been on the show twice, once this year to talk about the new album. Check it out, folks. And to, <laughs> and Scott always has like some interesting stories about like video games or selling things on eBay. Like he's just he's a super crazy dude. I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. So there it is. All the music we love this year. And let's see, what do we want to talk about next, Tommy? Ooh, let's talk about us, our favorite subject. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so much has happened this year, Tommy. We went into this year uh, wide-eyed and unaware of what was going to happen. We were still the Northeast scene. Uh, we were still doing our thing. For me, I think this has been a kind of learning experience the entire time. And we've really kind of shifted our focus to having the guests just tell the stories, you know, being able to design questions that allow them, the, the guests to talk. You, you tuned in to listen to stories about, you know, these bands and how they formed and how they record and, you know, personnel changes and themes for albums, like um, really getting guests to be able to talk about their life. I think it's all about balance. I think uh, our, our stories are important. And I think the guest stories are the most important, but yeah. it's just about balance, really. You know? Oh, yeah. Because uh, we, we kind of told all of our stories. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I have nothing else that's... Uh, I, have a, I have a lot of other stories. I just don't have anything else that's arable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> anything else I would want to tell, it would just be telling too much. <laughs> and I don't know. I think um, I think we have the perfect balance of everything now. And folks know who we are, so that's it. I think that's a great way of surmising it. Like that's that's kind of what we really have kind of narrowed our focus into is kind of like having that balance between the two worlds. But yeah, I, I I'm excited to see what next year brings for us. Like this is this is a group. This has been a great year. Um, you know, despite everything that's been going on in the world and you know the pandemic and whatever you know whatever uh, news stories are in the cycle, um, we're here every week bringing you our content and talking to people that you want to hear and listening to their stories and, you know, asking the questions that kind of get them to open up and talk about their life experience. I, you know, I keep thinking back to the, the Patrick Flynn episode and it's like, there were so many things that he talked about that I'd never really heard. Yeah, that was a good one. And it's just, uh, it was really eye opening. Like, you know, that's, uh, to be able to talk to somebody and, and really have them speak about their experience in a way that, very few other people have heard, you know, that's, that's something I thought about even way before I had a show. I wanted to know the artists as people yeah, and not just their output. And I think that's what I try to get to the core of as much as I can with each person we talk to and Pat Flynn delivered. Oh yeah. And, uh, this was a big year for us, Tommy, of course, because of the partnership with iodine. Yes, sir. That was very unexpected. Um, I figured that we would do the show for like three to five years and then maybe we would get the attention of somebody, but it happened in our second year. Yeah. I sure. love it. <laughs> I feel I feel extremely grateful and extremely lucky. And Tommy, I'm sure you feel the same way. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because iodine is a fantastic label to work with and Casey's business acumen and his input and everything helps us out a ton. And it's just nice to have somebody in our side. And did you see the image that he posted uh, of all the signings? And we're right there with Jerome's dream and one line drawing. <laughs> I did see that. Somebody wrote Can a you com- believe that? No. Somebody <laughs> somebody actually even addressed it in the comments. Somebody wrote a comment that was like, I guess podcasters are the new rock stars now. It's like, oh, yeah, we were like, right, like Jerome's dream. And then us. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, Casey. I love it. I love it. Well, the partnership is exciting. I like our new name. I like our new look. I like the format changes. I think we're doing excellent work. I hope you all feel the same way. Now, Tommy, what is, what's your favorite thing about then versus now? Think about Northeast scene days versus now. What's, what's your favorite thing in the, in the modern days of our show? I, I really do like the fact that it's no longer a struggle to get guests. That is a huge part of this is that, you know, there was sometimes like we would meet after we recorded a show and go, we don't have anybody for next week. All right. Well, (laughs) who can we call? (laughs) Who can, who can we text? Who can we, you know, literally cold call on Instagram and be like, yo, just DM this dude and see what happens. Um, that's a huge, huge leap forward for us. One of the things that hasn't changed, and this is something that has been really great, is that I like our audio quality. And I know it's such a petty thing to talk about, but our show sounds good. I think that's something I'm really, really happy about. And a lot of it has to go to Keith, your editing skills, and Richie doing the edit or doing the mastering. Richie Tavor, shout out to our sound guy. Yes, he helps us sound great. And that's my favorite thing too, Tommy, is not have to not having to struggle to find guests anymore and having help from Casey and the label because it is a three-man operation. And before when we were the Northeast scene, it was feast or famine with oh, guests. Oh yeah. We'd be booked for the month or we'd have nobody. And there was a couple times where I thought maybe the show would just end. Because I'm like, we talked to everybody who would respond to us. We asked everybody else who we wanted to come on and didn't hear anything like, are we done? (laughs) Was that the last one? Because we don't have anybody else. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I'm just glad things worked out this way. And I'm happy to be a part of the label because I've never been signed to a label before. So I just, I don't know. It's like a, a feather in my cap, so to speak. I think that's a great way of kind of like, you know, talking about how the show has evolved and, uh, also, the things that have stayed the same, like there's a lot of times where, you know, people text us or, or you know, leave comments about how they enjoy certain aspects of the show. And I'm like, great. Thank you. Because we'll keep doing that. Because exactly. We had no plans on changing anything. <laughs> now, we've had a long year of shows, Tommy. Let's talk about some of our favorite discussions. Yes. And when I look back on the episodes, I can't believe I can't believe it. I uh, Yeah. All right. So. I'm going to go quickly. Here we go. Phil Jameson, that was a great one. Yes. Corn at Woodstock 99 has become a staple in the show. Absolutely. And we have Philip to thank for that. And that was also just a very engaging discussion. I felt like we were really on the level with him. One step closer, great to talk to. Jim Ward came back. Yes. Jim is a top-tier guest, one of the most down-to-earth, nice people to talk to. And I will have him on the show as many times as he will come on. I think one of the ones that kind of like blew me away is Steve Austin from Today is the Day. Yes. I've been a huge fan of Today is the Day since that relapse record they put out. Jesus, probably 22 years ago, whatever it was. (laughs) I've always really liked them. And, uh, you know, we had kind of gotten like the heads up, like, you know, he could be a really intense dude. Not only was he not intense, he was unbelievably candid and open and honest and uh i just admired his kind of like lifestyle of like yeah i just moved out to the wilderness and i just live out here and i'm i you know make my own things and do whatever i want to do and i i really appreciate that about him that was a great conversation the other one that kind of jumped out at me and i i mentioned this before but uh scott kraus of earth crisis oh yeah in that there were certain things that i wanted to make sure got addressed in that episode, like specifically the things of like the violence that went along with that scene 
and, and Scott did a really, really great kind of like he talked about it in a way that was open and honest and was like, look, this is what was happening. This is how we responded. There's times where I regretted it. There's times where I thought we did the right thing. That was absolutely perfect. I really, really love that episode. Yeah, the whole kickoff, Andrew Klein of Strife, Scott Krause from Earth Crisis, and Daryl Taberski of Snapcase. That was our kickoff for the new scene. All three of those were great. Oh, and then, of course, Pat Flynn of Fiddlehead. That was a big one. Yeah, I just I only knew Have Heart, um, and I had just recently heard Fiddlehead maybe like a month prior to that interview, and I was just blown away. First of all, the things that we had in common kind of like made it very crazy for me that we're both involved in education, that we both kind of really thought deeply about what music meant and how it can be you know, relatable to our students. Also, I, I really think he opened up a lot about talking about the loss of his father and how that influenced a lot of his writing for the new record. And that came as something that I know he's spoken about, but not at that length. Um, that was really, really great to hear those stories and talk about things like that with him because uh, it was just something I wanted to know. Like when you hear those songs and how heartfelt they are, you're like, fuck man, where does this come from? And to get that background was just, it was beautiful. Yeah, I'm scrolling through the list and I would literally name every episode if we keep going. So I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I'm not bullshitting when I say this, but everybody that comes on the show is somebody that we enjoy and someone whose output we enjoy. So thank you all. I mean, so many great episodes. Lynn Lee, Tara Mayer from End of the Ocean, Ryan Parrish. I, I could just keep going and going. Uh, our friends, our direct friends who have been on the show, we really appreciate everybody who's given us time and made this possible. I, I like that I got to learn about Nick Beard, not by meeting him several times, but by talking to him on a podcast. <laughs> like, I've always just been like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, that's been my interaction with him. And to have like a sit down two hour conversation with him was like, all right, well, now I feel a lot more comfortable when I meet you again. And uh, we'll actually shake hands and have a conversation. Exactly. Nice. I'm I'm completely awkward in person, but put me on this show and I'm, you know, I can get it done. No yeah. problem. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about ourselves some more, Tommy. How about that? Okay. So how how was your year? How would you rate this year? Give us some of the highlights. I'll start with some of the things that were a struggle this year. Being able to kind of manage work and the podcast and raising a family was difficult at times, but at the same time, definitely taught me to kind of manage my time in a much more efficient way and be a lot more cognizant of like, okay, you're wasting time doing X. Stop doing that. You have 13 other things that you have to get done today. So as much as that was kind of a negative, uh, it definitely turned out to be something that was positive. It was a struggle at first, but that became something that I used to kind of like guide choices I make in, in pretty much my everyday life. Some other things that were really, really great about this year, we got to speak to some amazing musicians, some amazing artists, and we didn't just do hardcore. We got to speak to people like photographers and artists like Robert Butcher. That was absolutely amazing for us because we don't want this to just be a destination about music. We want this to be a destination about culture and about, you know, what punk rock and hardcore and kind of just underground music means to us. And yeah, uh, as long as the spirit is there. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a, a really great uh, kind of branching out for us that I was a little bit nervous about at first, um, but ultimately became something that was really great and it's a phenomenal for the show, too. And what are you looking most forward to in 2022? <sighs> in my personal life or in the show? How about both? Okay. Uh, in my personal life, I can't wait. The baby has started potty training. I can't wait to stop changing diapers. <laughs> um, she's been doing really great. She's been wearing underwear every day and just telling us when she has to go to the bathroom. And now she only wears diapers when she goes and takes a nap and when she goes to bed. So that is something I'm looking forward to is not changing dirty diapers anymore. In my kind of like personal, like kind of like career life, potentially moving into a new position where I would no longer be uh, actively teaching in the classroom, but kind of... Uh, watching teachers teach and kind of working on their craft as uh, kind of a, you know, teacher mentor. What's going on with that? Are you taking the job? Are you getting it? So uh, interview process starts uh, mid January. 
Uh, my inter- my interview hasn't been scheduled yet, but my application's already in. Uh, my understanding is they only have two other applicants, um, and they are outside people. So unless someone comes in and is like phenomenal and is really familiar with charter school life and what the workload is going to be like, I think this is something I'm definitely going to be offered, but that's yet to be seen. Uh, that when will just, you find out? Typically, contracts are offered the first week of May. Oh, okay. So we got a while to go. Oh yeah. No, this is going to be, this is going to be like a whole thing where they, I interview, they'll give me a performance task. They'll review that. They'll give me feedback on it. They'll make me do it again. Um, It's a whole process, but uh, I will keep you informed along the way as we go through it for the show. Huh? I think I want to keep going in the direction that we're going in that we're getting more well-known people but not necessarily well-known people in heavy music. Like I like the fact that we had people like Lin Lee on um, people like Robert butcher guests that aren't necessarily fitting into that. Like, Oh, this is a hardcore band. Uh, I love that direction we're going. And I really hope we can continue with that. Yeah, we can Tommy. I know people I can get it done. I know things (laughs) I'm smart. Not like everybody says (laughs) (laughs) I can handle things. All right. So here, here's my things. All right, my my year was a perfect mix of good and bad. Now, it was bad because, as documented on the show, I went through a breakup earlier this year, and that made things very difficult for a variety of reasons. Yeah, And it took a very long time to work through all of that, but I feel like I have at this point, and I feel like I'm stronger because of it. Um, so that's good. So that was the bad. And the good is the show. I mean, the show is where I put all of my time. I did not expect the label deal to happen. And I'm very happy that it did. And that's what I'm looking forward most to in 2022 is just seeing where the show goes. Because I being, you know, since my life changed in 2017, and I stopped getting high, and I've gotten to recovery and all that stuff, I know to just expect the unexpected now. And I still don't expect it when it comes. But this year taught me that even if bad things happen, it's okay because you're going to learn from them and you're going to come out stronger on the other side. And I feel like I have. And I'm truly happy because I like where I'm at in my career. I love where the show is going. I'm doing what I want to do. You know, we get to do this every week, Tommy. We get to do this every week and post it. And that's exciting. And I think our relationship has gotten stronger, Tommy. It was, you know, we had to start having real, real conversations this year about ourselves and the show and how we do things. And it was, it was difficult at first because that's, that's never been part of our relationship, but no, <laughs> no. where we're at now, uh, we, you know, we're good. It was an absolute necessity though. I think that was the thing is like our entire relationship prior to this has been, let's tease each other and make fun of things. Like that was our, like, that's what we did. We had the same sense of humor. We liked the same music. Therefore we hung out and and teased each other and then teased other people. Right. But like, you know, doing this together, it's like, all right, well, this is now a joint venture where we have a singular goal. Like how do all the pieces fit together where we're making sure that we're working towards the same thing. Um, That's huge for us in that we started every episode afterwards. We meet, we talk, we discuss what went well, what we can do to improve. What are things that we're seeing? Uh, that are consistent? What are things that are inconsistent? One thing that you brought to this year that uh, we need to continue because I, for some reason, it it just hit a nerve with me watching video game, uh, like the YouTube sound, like YouTube videos where you read the comments under YouTube videos about video game soundtracks. Who would have ever thought that would get you upset? But honestly, I remember like doing that episode and I was like, I was like wiping tears away at the end. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Like of all the things, like, this is getting, this is what got me upset. It's like, you know, a link to the past. Like that's what <laughs> somebody's, somebody's like spell, you know, misspelled comment on YouTube is you know, like that, but it's just that heartfelt kind of like, this is what music means to people. It, it gets to people like to that, uh, that core of like the emotionality that goes along with it. And I think that's something that just music in general uh, allows us as humans to do. And I think the more we explore that, the better off we're going to be. 
That's a great way to put it. So I'm going to end it right there. Folks, have a happy New Year's Eve. Have a happy new year. We're back Monday with a brand new guest. Ooh, it's going to be exciting. So listen, we appreciate every one of you. We love you all. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to everyone who has supported us. And to everyone who has not supported us, we have this message for you. Fuck your life! Bing bong! <laughs> That's perfectly said. Also, don't don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Enough of that. Be responsible. Let's go. Come on. You don't need a DUI on your record. All right, oh, that's Christ. it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time. Yay!